The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. Hey guys, and welcome back to Flourish and Fulfilled. Firstly, I just want to say a massive thank you for all of your reviews and your DMs. So I can't always get back to everybody's DMs, but it is so humbling and such a beautiful way of knowing what you want me to talk about, but also what kind of resonates for you. So to start today's episode, I wanted to read out a couple that I have received and they're just so beautiful. And even though I can't reply to every single one, I want you to know that I definitely appreciate them and I'm so, so grateful for them. So the first one this morning was from Sarah and this is her review or message to me. Hey, Soph, I just wanted to leave you a little thank you for your podcast. I literally wait every single Thursday for the next episode and I love hearing about all of the different topics. I've learned so much about so many things that I would have never even heard of. So thank you for being such a huge inspiration. So thanks, Sarah. I really appreciate that message. Next one is from Paige and she says, Hey, Sophie, I have been following you since you were pregnant with the girls. I love following you and feel as though I've learned lots of fabulous things along the way. I just really wanted to say a huge thank you for sharing your podcast on your parenting style. I listened to it this morning and I loved everything about it. It really resonated with me and as a teacher and a new mum, I wish more people were able to parent like you, normalising the things like naming your body parts correctly and even talking about periods, etc. So thank you. How beautiful. I really appreciate it as it's quite scary putting myself out there um, with everything that I discuss and talk about. And I know that not every topic that I have on this podcast will resonate with you. So when I do get those messages, I just kind of feel um, really appreciative that it does resonate and hit home. So as always, please leave me a review and let me know if there's any specific topics that you do actually want me to chat about. Now, this week, I am going back to top three, bottom three, which I'm really excited about. Now, for those of you that aren't aware what top three, bottom three is, I started this concept, I guess, about mm, like seven or eight years ago with the boys at home. And it was kind of a way of being able to get them to open up after school and talk to me. When they would come home from school, I'd be like, how was your day? And they'd be like, yeah, good. I'd be like, what'd you do? Nothing. What'd you learn? Nothing. And I was just like, there has to be a better way. And so because we've done this so many times, it is such a routine part of our everyday nightly practice. So top three is essentially the top three things that happened or the top three gratitude um moments that they had in their day. And bottom three is, of course, the not so great times. Now, the feedback that I've received is like, why do you have to have bottom three as well? And the bottom three are usually such good lessons or pivotal moments that they can actually be like, "Mm, if that was the worst things that happened in my day, life's pretty good. So today I'm going to do my top three bottom three from the week that was. 
Now, last week we caught up with a family friend who has, she actually has five kids and here I am with four. So it's quite funny when we get together because there's nine kids between us and the kids all went out surfing until like 6pm right out the front of Palm Beach until the sun went down and we just had the most beautiful, wholesome night and it was so good for all of the kids to get together. And so that was a massive highlight of my week. Second top was I actually went out in Brisbane for the first time in months with Tessa and um, got drunk for the first time in a long time and had such a good night. And yeah, it was really good to like let my hair down and have fun. Third top for the week is term three going back to school and setting some really clear uh, extracurriculum goals and activities for the kids. So not only things like what nights I was doing pickup, but getting organized and having that sense of feeling of just being like, all right, Monday nights are my nights and I'm doing X, Y, Z. So on Tuesday nights, I can actually plan to do, uh, obviously I have my flourish and fulfilled workshops and lives and things. So I'm able to work late on a Tuesday night because I won't need to be going rushing around picking them up. So it felt really good to be able to get some structure and routine in place. On to my bottom threes for the week. I feel, this is my top one, (laughs) I feel like I am a taxi. Like uh, all I did yesterday from 12.30 till five o'clock was drive kids from extracurriculum activities. So I picked Kai up from school, which is 45 minutes from our house. I drove him to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I then picked up Ryder from football, dropped him somewhere else. Did like It was just four and a half hours of driving back and forth. Uh, there has to be a better way and I'm not there yet. So we'll get there. Second bottom for the week is... I feel like media is always in my bottom, but ad standards and media. So there's new guidelines surrounding what ad standards are. And if you have an online platform in regards to disclosing any uh, collaborations or ambassadorships, and I am very careful with what I do. And I always make sure that I say that if something is sponsored or promoted or a collaboration, that I am very open and honest about that. And so back in May, I'd posted a photo wearing Reebok clothing. And it wasn't a paid post. It was simply that I was wearing Reebok clothing. And so the ad standards came back to me and said, hey, like, where's your um, disclaimer on this post? And it was found that I was doing the right thing because it wasn't a paid post. However, the media have, have, of course, picked that up and made their own narrative of that. So it's incredibly frustrating when it's like put out there and out of your control and you just don't even have any say in regards to what the truth is. Um, So that's a definite bottom this week. My third bottom this week is I live in a border, cross-border residence, right? And I own my house and I absolutely love my house. But crossing the border and having so much confusion and um, up in the air in regards to what's going to happen with the border closures or whether it'll stay open has meant that this weekend I have our pregnancy and pre and postpartum for the BOD launching in Adelaide and I can't go down. 
So if I lived two minutes across the other way, I'd be able to go down. So it's just incredibly infuriating knowing that I'm a cross-border resident and um, I'm not able to do the same things on this side of the border. On to today's episode. Now, today's episode is actually stemming from a list that I wrote around my 30th birthday. And as I was turning 30, I just had this massive breakdown of what the fuck is my life? Like, I was turning 30. I was in an unhappy marriage. I was trying to decide what to do in regards to Nathan and I, and I didn't know how we were going to get out of it. And we were both going to marriage counselling and we were putting a lot of effort in um, on both parties. We were trying really hard to make it work. And we both still really loved each other and we wanted to be able to work through it. It just wasn't working. So when my 30th birthday was coming up, I was like, I can't believe I'm turning 30 and potentially facing this marriage breakdown. I have four children. I don't even know whether this is what I want right now. And so what I did was I wrote this list of 30 things that I wanted to pass on to my daughters. And I posted it as an Instagram post and everybody still shares it. So I thought it would be a really good episode to be able to go a little further into this uh, list of 30 things that I wish I knew back when I was 16. And I also asked all of you on social media as well what your top uh, lessons were. And so I have some of those in there too. What I thought I would do is I'll read out the top 30 things and then I'll go back and break them down. So number one, life can be hard, difficult, sad and unreasonable. Number two, life is also also wonderful, mesmerizing and a totally magical thing. Number three, every single unique thing about you is what makes you beautiful. Number four, Everyone is dysfunctional on some level. Number five, you do not ever need to be in a relationship that you do not want to be in. Number six, midlife crisis happens every five years or so if you don't listen to your intuition and fucking align your life. Number seven, if you're stressed about an outfit, Always wear the one that makes you feel like a total goddess, no matter what the dress code is. Number eight, you're probably not actually intolerant to the list of things that you think you are. Everybody is intolerant in excessive quantities. Number nine, you're allowed to focus on you and nothing else. Number 10, Every 30-something has those coarse chin hairs that when you pluck them out, they come back again the very next day. It's kind of like science. Well, hormones, actually. Number 11, vaginas are as unique as faces and so are penises. I can't wait to talk about these. Number 12, never lose your financial independence. Number 13, you can say no to anything Without justification, no is an entire sentence. Number 14, crave connection, not attention. Number 15, not every marriage proposal must receive or should be a yes. Number 16, 
Deal with your issues stone cold sober. Number 17, people project their own shit straight back onto you. Number 18, everybody has a bikini body. Number 19, mean girls are not isolated to just high school. Number 20, exercise and nutrition are just as important as maths and English. Number 21, you are the sum total of everything that has ever happened to you. Every event, every shit thing the mean girls at school said to you, every bad decision, every hug that your parents gave you, every single butterfly effect of all of the things, all of your words, everything come together and that is who you are. Number 22, you don't need saving. You can save yourself. Number 23, every parent is simply winging it. They are doing the best they know how. Number 24, a strong mind is far more important than strong glutes. Number 25, everything you want you can have, but you must believe it first. Number 26, you teach others how to treat you. Number 27, the newborn phase is definitely not the hardest. Number 28, vulnerability is not weakness. Number 29, aim to learn something new every day. And number 30, nothing stays the same, nor should it. Change is the only consistent. So now I'm going to go back and I'm going to kind of like touch on each one of these 30 things and why I guess they were so pivotal to me. Number one, life can be hard, difficult, sad and unreasonable. I think the reason that this lesson was such a big one for me to put in is that actually embracing those hard and difficult times allows those beautiful moments to be so much more mesmerizing and amazing whilst we sit in those hard times. I think the biggest uh, lessons that I have ever learnt was during those times when I just felt like I couldn't get out of them. I didn't know what was going to happen. I felt so stuck and that was when the best things that ever happened to me came out of those. Life is wonderful but also mesmerising and a magical thing. We can literally go from the darkest place to having the most amazing time. And I think that having and embracing all of those emotions of where we're currently at and sitting in those emotions rather than trying to escape them is so incredible and something that I definitely want my kids to be able to take with them. I try really hard not to protect my kids to a point of them never getting hurt because I think sometimes we have to have the hurt in order to see the beauty. Every single unique thing about you is what makes you beautiful about you. In almost every relationship that I've had, the things that I've hated about myself were the things that people loved about me. And every single weird quirk that I would hide or shelter away from the world are the things that actually what made me me. And I think the more weird we are, the more unique we are and the more that we are special and no two people in the world are here exactly the same. And I think that's kind of really powerful in that when we actually embrace exactly who we are, we can be 100% authentic and people will love us just for who we are. 
everybody is dysfunctional on some level. The older I get, the truer this rings. And it's kind of like I sometimes will see people on social media and they look like they've got their life together. And I'll catch up for a coffee and I'm just like, holy fuck, you are just as fucked up as me and the next person. And I think that anybody that says that they have no trauma, uh, no issues, no dysfunction in their life are probably just putting up a mask because on a deeper level, everybody is working through something. Whether they want to share it with you or not is totally up to them and fine. It's just that nobody has everything together. You do not ever need to be in a relationship that you don't want to be in ever. So many women message me or DM me to say, I'm in a relationship and I don't know how to get out. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I have kids. I um, don't want this relationship anymore. And I think it's really hard because I actually did a poll on Instagram a couple of nights back and it was 92% of people that were in a relationship didn't want to be in the relationship. And that is so hectic. From those stats, there was 44,000 people that had voted So uh, I'll actually figure out what that number actually means, but it was huge. It was massive and it makes me so incredibly sad and I don't want people to think like I'm saying, oh, I have one little feeling of not wanting to be in this relationship, I better bail because we've definitely got to cancel culture and I don't want people to think that I'm saying leave your marriage straight away. Work through it, but if you know in your heart of hearts that you don't want to be in that relationship, No matter who tells you you have to be in that relationship, if you don't want to be in it, don't be in it. Number six, midlife crises. I love this. It's all about life alignment and making sure that you trust and listen to your gut. So you could literally be in an amazing, incredible job and everyone thinks that it is absolutely perfect and the best position and so successful. But if you're not happy, you are not going to feel like it is the best job ever and you are constantly going to be trying to find ways of self-sabotaging or running away or trying to escape the life you're living because you're not in alignment with who you're truly here to be. Number seven, if you're stressed about an outfit, always wear the one that makes you feel like a goddess, no matter what the dress code is. How many times have we thought, what does that dress code like even mean? Is it heels? Is it sneakers? Is it half? Is it boots? And you end up wearing something because you think that's what the dress code um, is telling you to wear and you're just not vibing yourself. So no matter what, always make sure that you're happy with how you look and how you feel because that will be the energy that you radiate out. Number eight, you're probably not actually that intolerant to the entire list that you claim because everybody is in excessive quantities. Now, we have this thing at the moment in regards to intolerances that if we overeat anything, our body cannot handle it. So I'm going to use white bread as an example. Uh, and it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of people thinking that they're intolerant to gluten because they have eaten so much white bread that their body doesn't handle it. So make sure that you actually go to the doctor and get an intolerance test and work out 100% before you cut out any entire macronutrient group from your food or your diet. Number nine, you're allowed to focus on you and nothing else. 
We seem to think that it is so selfish when we put so much time and energy into our own development and growth. But at the end of the day, we are the ones that have to live with ourselves. And if we're not entirely happy with who we are, we can't be happy with any element in our life. Number 10, every 30 something has a coarse chin hair that when you pluck them, they grow back. Now, let me just put a little bit of fun fact here. Apparently, it's due to hormones and our hormones change when we hit 30. And the coarse hair, even if you get it lasered or plucked or waxed, will grow back within a 24-hour cycle. Trust me, I've done a lot of research into this. Will grow back in a 24-hour cycle because it's a hormone thing. Um, And they're usually between three to five within the ages of 30 and 35. So crazy. 11. Vaginas are as unique as faces and the same with penises. Now, there's a really good Instagram account. I'm actually going to try and find it and I'll put it into the show notes. But she does these plaster molds of all these different vaginas. And I remember sharing it back when I did the Yoni mapping episode. And so many women contacted me and were like, wow, you actually made me feel uh, normal. I thought I wasn't, um, I thought I wasn't normal. I didn't know that's what everybody else looked like. They, nothing looks the same. It's, it is so, so incredible looking at that Instagram feed. And there was actually a UK exhibition that did it and um, the same sort of thing, plaster casts. And um, yeah, really, really, really cool. Number 12, never lose your financial independence. This is one that I've, yeah, bashed on about so many times. It's really important to me because I know what it feels like to be a single mom, work two jobs, have two kids and barely be able to put food on the table to be able to get myself back to a financial um, position of being able to even afford the essential basics in life. And so if I never had that um, downfall, I don't think I would be as um, outspoken in regards to financial independence, but it's something that I will never ever sacrifice. I, even when I was married, I still had my own separate bank account and we had a joint bank account as well. And it's something that I always encourage when it comes to my own team to make sure that they are putting some finances away for themselves too, so that if anything ever happened, they have some financial independence and backing so that they're able to fall back on that. A really interesting conversation that I had uh, actually with the founder of a charity called Rise Up was that in most cases, if it's not financial abuse, it's um, reproductive abuse. And so there's a lot of things when it comes to relationships that you're unhappy with. And a lot of women don't leave purely based on financial independence. And I think that's something that's really important to actually start establishing if you don't have it already. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to come out of a place of fear or uh, a negative. It could be something as an empowering thing to do for yourself too. Number 13, you can say no to anything without justification and no is an entire sentence. We always feel like we have to justify not meeting up with a friend or um, not being able to work past the time that we're actually um, clocked onto. We don't want to upset anybody and we have this people pleasing thing, but no is totally okay and you don't have to justify why you can't. So saying no more is incredibly empowering and also really great for boosting self-esteem because you're staying true to you. Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And it's really important that you're not actually saying no to yourself. Number 14, 
crave connection, not attention. It's a huge one. And I was asked um, what I'm currently manifesting because we're doing a manifestation challenge at the moment. And my big thing is that I am manifesting connection. So it doesn't necessarily that mean that I am manifesting my soulmate or I'm manifesting a relationship, but I am manifesting connection and deep connection with people that I can sit with and have beautiful conversations and feel heard and seen uh, and express myself without there being any sort of judgment or resistance and just a free-flowing conversation where I feel really connected. Number 15 is probably more directed at myself, but you guys definitely submitted this one too. Not every marriage proposal should be a yes. Huh. Uh, yeah, okay. Because I'm currently going through divorce papers at the moment on my second marriage. So surely by the third time, I'm going to say no, right? Uh, there were so many of you that actually wrote in, don't say yes. Marriage is a beautiful thing and I, I get it. Um, because clearly somebody that loves love is the one person who is like, oh, this is such a fairy tale and I get caught up in it. But also allow enough time to reflect back on if it's something you actually want um, to do. Number 16, deal with your issues stone cold sober. Often we turn to alcohol, drugs, TV, social media, so many different things to mask our true deep feelings that we're currently experiencing because it's easier to navigate how we're feeling when we don't have to truly feel them. Number 17, people project their own shit onto you. So usually when somebody says something about you and it's not true, it's their own internal reflection and projection being thrown onto you. So just make sure that you take that on board without um, embodying it because it's usually got nothing to do with you. Number 18, everybody has a bikini body. It doesn't matter what your body looks like in a bikini. Put the bikini on. No one gives a fuck. If you're at the beach, no one is looking at you. Well, they might be looking at you, but I can promise you that your kids would much prefer you to be at the beach playing with them than you hiding away at home and not wanting to go. Number 19, mean girls are not isolated to just high school. We actually did an episode, a couple um, of podcasts, well, we actually did a podcast episode, um, a couple back in regards to toxic friendships and releasing those around us that aren't serving us anymore. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative. It can be such a beautiful thing to be like, you're actually not aligned with me anymore. We haven't grown together and I'd like to let this friendship go. So that's actually a really good listen. 20, exercise and nutrition are as important as maths and English. So a lot of the research now in regards to depression has actually shown that nutrition exercise, water and fresh air and some of like the elements like air and stuff like that are just as important or an integral part as antidepressants, which is huge. Now, when you give birth in order to stop postnatal depression, a lot of what the doctors will actually do is give you a exercise plan uh, to follow postpartum in order to prevent uh, postnatal depression. So that's a massive one as well. Number 21, you are the total sum of everything that has happened to you. Now, 
whenever we go through an event or somebody saying something to us or a bad decision, every single action has cause for consequence or counteraction. Number 22, you don't need saving, you can save yourself. I know that I am so guilty of looking for like this knight in shining armor to come in and just like pick me up and save me. But when I reflect back and look at the reality, the only person that has ever saved me is myself. And it's also the only person I ever need to save me. So if I'm in a situation, if I need to get out of something, I can save myself. So a huge lesson in that one. 23, every parent is simply winging it the best they know how. Now, the reason that I say this is whenever I turn to elders for advice or my parents for advice, our parents didn't raise us in the society that we're currently raising our kids. So whilst they can give us their advice, it is so different in the problems that we've currently got and that we're facing. And it's so hard for them to resonate because the feelings and the emotions and everything are not the same. Our kids have social media. Our kids, most kids have telephones. There's so many different areas that are different. And unless your child is 40 and you have absolutely nailed life, it's kind of like you can't really say you're a parenting expert. And by the time your children are 40, everything's changed again. So that's why I say every parent is simply winging it the best they know how. 24, a strong mind is far more important than strong glutes. So around eight years ago in the fitness industry, it was all about the way you looked. There was no reference to your mindset and it was a real hustle culture. Grind, 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 do everything. Doesn't matter about your health. And I know that I've spoken about this on the podcast on the IFBB Pro Journey. And I was literally eating greens and bassa fish. I was having zero carbs, no fruit. I was doing like two hours a day of cardio plus my weight training. And it was very much such a physical based approach. There was no element there in regards to my wellness or how I mentally felt. It was the more you hustle, the busier you are, the harder you grind, the better you do. And it's not the case. A strong mind is far more important than strong glutes. Number 25, everything that you want, you can have, but you must believe it first. So in order for us to manifest anything into our life, we have to first believe that we can have it. If we've already told ourselves we can't have it, that's a limiting belief and every single decision we make will back that up for us. 26, you teach others how to treat you. If somebody treats you like shit and you allow it, you are allowing them to treat you like shit. Number 27, The newborn phase is not the hardest. What a clever little 30-year-old Sophie because now at 32 I am like, no, 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 it's not the hardest. 14 has been the hardest year to date and I quite often get told 16 is the hardest, so yay. Uh, I think the reason that it's the hardest is that you're trying to protect them and you're trying to also allow them to learn lessons the hard way. However, everything is on social media and I know how negative and the the huge effects that social media can have, let alone on a 14-year-old that doesn't have that emotional maturity and intelligence to be able to see that it is simply a troll. So 
It's hard. It is very, very hard. 28. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's such a beautiful, normal human part of our emotions. And I think that that's something that we should all lean into and embrace. 29. Aim to learn something new every single day. So in my gratitude planner, I literally have three things of what do you want to learn today? And I think that just allows us to keep our minds so focused on always growing in that growth mindset. Whenever I hear myself say something like I can't, I will automatically go, shit, now I have to do it. So when I was in Adelaide last year, I've never run. I've never run in my entire life. My mum used to sign me notes to say I didn't have to do PE. I'm not a runner. I hated the feeling of cardio and exercise and I felt like I was dying. And so last year when I heard myself tell my friend, I can't run, I knew I had to run. And what I started with was just one kilometre every single day until it became five kilometres every single day. And now there's no way I can say I can't run because I can run. So always learn to do something new every single day. And number 30, nothing stays the same, nor should it. Change is the only consistent. How true is that, especially with everything that we're going through with COVID? Like we can't even predict what tomorrow looks like. And within a business, it's so hard to even plan because everything can be just changed within 24 hour period. So change is the only variable that we need to just embrace and know how to pivot and be okay with pivoting. So that was my top 30 lessons. So what I did was I put it all out there to you to the advice that you would give to your 16-year-old selves. Now, there's some great little words of wisdom here that I feel like is worthy of sharing. Stand up for yourself. Travel, travel, travel. We all know that now, don't we? Don't touch your eyebrows was a massive one. Like, there was so many women that said, do not touch your eyebrows. Um, And I don't know why, I'm not even Italian, but I swear to God, like I wouldn't have a forehead if I didn't get my eyebrows threaded. And I was one of those girls that had those tiny little Nike ticks eyebrows and mine grew back. That's how hairy I am. Love that for me. Never settle. It'll pass. Allow yourself to feel it all. Always listen to your gut. Don't rush anything. Live in the moment. Cut people and cut them fast. Slip, slop, slap. Don't wish anything away, even the hard times. Don't rush marriage. Love is the highest frequency, even if you get burnt. Unique and weird are incredible traits. Be proud. Everyone has stretch marks. I love that one. I love, 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 love that one. I used to, in the modelling agency, so I worked, I um, managed a modelling agency while I was working two jobs and I had girls come in from ages of 14 up to 21 and during that period of time, I did not see one girl, skinny, stick, 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 catwalk models that didn't have stretch marks and I think that allowed me to embrace stretch marks so much more because everybody has them. So the moment that we all embrace our bodies for exactly what they are is the moment that we all can move on of past it being like a taboo. Everything is always working out for you. 
speak up even if you're standing alone. Sex is okay. You should totally enjoy it. I love that one, especially coming from a religious background of being so shamed in regards to having sex. It's only now that like, what, at 32 that I'm open to that. You do not need a boy to be happy. Sex doesn't equal love and always make time for play. So if you guys have any others that you'd like to add to that, make sure that you send them through. I um, will probably put a post into our closed Facebook group to keep this discussion going because I just feel like there is so many powerful lessons in this. So if you do want to join us in that, the closed Facebook group is Flourish and Fulfilled or on Instagram, it's Flourish and Fulfilled as well. Now, this week's bookworm is Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. Now, I really love this book because it has a problem, a solution and a mantra and you can always refer back to it. It's such a good, good book. If you want to ring in and leave any um, additional advice or feedback or episode suggestions, you can call me directly on 0756 49 6851. And until next Thursday, have a great week, guys.